Welcome to Straight No Chaser, the podcast. Four guys, sometimes three guys, that have known each other for 20 years, just kind of talking through a lot of different things and giving you our straight, unvarnished opinion about how things are out here in 2022. Uh, my name is John. Thank you so much for joining us. Gentlemen, Rasheem, please introduce yourself. What up, y'all? Rasheem in the house. How you do? How you be? All that good stuff. It's your boy, Neil, a.k.a. Ox. Back at it again. We here. Let's get it. One more time. One more again. Love the fact that we can keep doing this. Thank you so much for joining us. We are available on every podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else. You can also email us straight no chaser23 at gmail.com. That is straight with an eight str eight no chaser23 at gmail.com. So, gentlemen, I mean, we need to jump right into this thing here. What is a good what is the last good tv show let me ask you that what's the last good tv show that you've watched does it have to be a show we completed or a show we still in in the process of watching Let, let's go with one that you one that you in the process of watching while you think about it i'm gonna tell you mine okay i love this show called the expanse the expanse is on amazon prime it's based on a series of books that is about the interaction between, it's science fiction, it's about the interaction in the future between Earth, Mars, and the planets in between Earth and Mars. It is very political. I definitely kind of equate it to uh, Game of Thrones, when you've got dozens of characters and all this different stuff going on. It is a really great show. The books are even better. If you have any interest in science fiction or good television, check out The Expanse. That's my TV show. I'm a hop on out there. And I'm one of them Negroes that jumped on the, the bandwagon, the bus, whatever. Uh-huh. Bel Air is dope. I like that too. Bel Air is dope. They they got they got moments in that show. And like a lot of people don't like how it's not the same happy go lucky Kiki. Well, yeah, tell them what it is. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Bel Air is the reboot. For, from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. it came the the dude who's directing it. He did a small, he did a a, a short film, and that got out on YouTube mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. reimagined what a more um, grittier, a darker story would look like. Everyone loved the short film, and then it ultimately made his way around to Will Smith. He was like, "Hey, I'll produce this," and they they got a project together. They put it out on on Peacock. It's streaming on Peacock. And and the show is dope. You know, you got, you know, the young Will Smith who leave Philly to go to Bel Air to be with his family. And I'm not going to tell you about the story. Y'all should watch to see what the characters look like in the development. For the younger ones, it ain't your mama's Fresh Prince of Bel Air for y'all right. who catch on reruns. You know, but it ain't the one we grew up on. But it's real. I like it. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't really get a chance to watch TV too much. Uh, but the last great show that I really enjoyed, it was I think it was like a British old school gangster joint. It was called Peaky Blinders. Oh, mm-hmm. Peaky Blinders is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Peaky Blinders, yo. I, yeah. I couldn't wait to get home to watch the next series on that joint. So that'll be the only one for me because I don't really get a chance to watch TV too tough. Right, right, right. There you go. Just a, a, a couple things out there to give you some viewing pleasure while you're listening to Straight No Chase of the podcast, of course. So let me ask y'all. On a scale of one to ten, how dire is it that as a community we receive some level of financial literacy 
learning, training, support on a scale of one to 10? With 10 being the absolute most important. Most. Yep. 999,000. That's my Right, right, right. Vital. Vital. Uh, Rose says 15. Got to have it. Scale of 110, 15. So she's sticking like, did you all get and and, and, on the cold camera? In a capitalistic system. Uh huh. I'm, I'm Galen's yeah. got 24,000. Queen of Sheba got 26. Yeah. J High, talking about yeah. a scale of one to 10, 100, 10 right, plus. Right, right. Nutty Nettie's like 10. You know, Shoshana's like 10 with that 3,000 exclamation points, 100 from Decca. So, yeah, so we need it. Did y'all ever get it? You know, that's, that's a very good point. Like, in short, no. I, I can only speak for myself. My example has always been my family and everything. Growing up, I did not, and I also was a child, so there wasn't much that, you know what I'm saying, you want to, the, the the lines between adult and children are what they are, but I was always very aware of money and, you know, the importance of money, but I didn't understand how it worked except for very, very, very rudimentary kind of things, as in savings account, as in checking account. The stuff that you really need to be enlightened to as a young person, I didn't get as in investments, stocks and bonds and mutual funds and uh, 401ks and all of those wonderful things, which to me at this point are also very basic. You can get deeper into it. It took me again until I was a fully grown man around the time of my divorce, 2012, when I had to be like, okay, how we got to figure this out. What are we doing? And I had to kind of understand money and what I needed to do to get from point A to point B the fact that it is not personal finance, at least it's not being taught to the extent that it should be in schools. I know in my local school district, you can you can get an elective like for your senior year of some kind of personal finance component. But by the time you 18 years old, you've already lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? This is the kind of thing that you should be exposed to at a young age. I really firmly believe that we are taught to not talk about money in America for whatever reason, to not discuss what you're doing and how you're doing it. Uh, black people specifically, we, to me, cannot afford that. You know what I'm saying? Once you have learned something, uh, you should be able to share that with your social networks so that everybody can kind of capitalize on your information and your knowledge because we in a bad situation here, people. You know what I'm saying? The statistics are what they are. I've read so many times that like the average net worth of black people in 2022 is something like $8,000 or, you know, something crazy like that. It might be less than that. And it might reach zero at some point in the future because we don't have no money. And in a capitalistic system, which is what we got um, with no capital, you are going to be on the bottom. So yeah, I, I'm going I, I, to push back against that. We, we ain't have no, we, we ain't got no money. Um, I'm going to push back against that. So let me first start with the, the yes, we need financial literacy my my problem is that financial literacy has been dumbed down to checkings and savings accounts mm-hmm. how do you budget and um and building credit and maintaining mm-hmm. credit like that's financial literacy and i think if that's all we give kids and uh, young adults and even grown adults about financial literacy we 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 selling them short because you you stop at the the wealth creation, a lot of the comments is talking about, you know, building wealth and how that's a part of financial literacy and we're mm-hmm. not being taught that. And no one has taught us how to build wealth. You know, 
Um, and now in the social media area, you got ever you got you know earn your leisure that you find on Instagram and YouTube. I love those dudes. You got Professor Keys, uh, sister used to work with her when she was over at the UNCF building. You know what I'm saying? Now she's blown up doing her thing. So mm-hmm. you have people who are now saying there are opportunities for you to become wealthy. Right now, as a community, we have money, mm-hmm. but we ain't wealthy. Facts. And and to the point that you said, John, the black spending power was at 1.6 trillion dollars right as a community right we ain't poor we not poor we sp- we spend we look at it like it's money and we spend it but we don't use it as investments Correct. to create wealth but as a community we got 1.3 that, that's more than a lot of nations have right so i'm like there needs to also be a shift in mentality in terms of how we we take money, we use money, how we use it for wealth. And also there's this idea that in order to have money, you got to come from money, which is a fallacy that you need to come from money in order to have money. People don't understand that 80% of the millionaires in America right, right now are first time millionaires, right? which means they are self-made, which means they started off middle class, lower class, blue collar, and they utilize stuff like their retirement plan. So that mm-hmm. when they retired, their net worth in terms of what they had in the bank, what they had in their retirement, what they had in terms of property gave them more than a million dollars and they became a millionaire. So right. if people, you know, we if we don't play if we don't play the spend now, the instant gratification game and we go, we you know, because we want we don't like delayed gratification. But if we could hold on our stuff and put a plan in place, everyone you come in contact, if they got a job, they could retire a millionaire. They just need to start the investment piece. If they do it, there's right. no, uh, they can do that. Right. But, you know, it's a strategy. I was going to say, and we can get, I don't want to get too deep and into the weeds about this, but was deep little, you well, this is the straight, no chaser program. Once again, thank you for joining us. But this economy and this culture, and when I'm talking about this, I mean, American culture, Western civilization, whatever you want to call it, is literally founded and based on black debasement as in the economics of the civilization is built on black people being on the bottom okay so and 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 we have been taught a certain kind of mentality we spend we are consumers we're not producers if you were to try to rise above a certain station in american history you stood the chance of being killed you know so the history of black people with money is one of immense victimization. I am. I have a, a book, and I'm trying to think of what it's called. I want to say it's called The Color of Money. Uh, it came out maybe a couple years ago, and it's like the history of specifically blank black banking systems where black people tried after the Civil War to build a bank, and white people came in and took advantage of it, destroyed it. People lost all their money, so on and so forth. That history has been that same way. So it's not that we don't know. We are trying. It's like once you get that information, the system kind of shifts because they see you trying to come up and they put you right back down where you were a- at first. Um, what I'm trying to say is that the system itself is the problem. We are in a capitalistic system. Until we change that system, the system is going to continue to victimize black people specifically in mass. There's always going to be the exceptions to the rule that somehow manage to you know, we are fairly exceptional. Right. You say that to say what? Are you saying that we shouldn't attempt to build wealth because no, the absolutely system not. is built on black bodies that's going to try to 
take advantage of us? What are you saying? I'm saying that we need to lean in. I'm as anybody who really knows me in real life knows I am not the person to um, say, don't do something. Whatever it is that you do, you need to lean into it more. So instead of being hesitant to learn this kind of information and to share it or whatever, we need to lean into that capitalistic environment and be more entrepreneurial, be more uh, producers instead of consumers and be a bigger part of the system. Yeah, Rose was riding to your defense. She didn't like the fact I was questioning you. Shout out, Rose. <laughs> Rose, make up your mind. One day is anti-John, the next is pro-John. I'm kidding. Love you, Rose. So that's just where I'm at with it. Neil, Neil's like, man, whatever. Oh, yeah, because it's say Neil's back. It's say Neil's back. Hey, money is very, very important. And we got to talk about it. Speaking of things that we really need to talk about, we got to delve into this. Unfortunately, social media brings this topic up on a regular basis. So we got to touch on it. Alpha men, beta men, omega men. I don't, I, I, I've I done just, my research on that. I, I, yeah, I just heard about an omega, omega I men. I thought, about I thought they were talking about cues. I thought they were talking about cues, but nah, it's something different. <laughs> okay, so alpha men. Beta men, Omega men. I want to say that there's a, such a thing as a Sigma man, but are all of the no? It's it's real, you know. At, at least as, as far as the internet goes, and I'm not talking about the fraternities. Do you feel like these uh, stereotypes have validity, and are they actual real? So, for those who might not know what these things are, can we get a quick definition? Do I need to read it off? Okay, okay. So, uh, all right. In, in paraphrasing. Um, so the alpha man is the man that takes charge. He's the man that that's productive. He's the man that is is um, that initiates. He's the one who walks into a room, takes control. That's that alpha man. And in his relationships, of course, he's the dominant one in the relationship because he, you know, he's the alpha. You know, mm -hmm. and they people like they liken it to the alpha um, dog in a pack. That's the right. leader. There's some research that's coming out that 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 says that that whole concept in um, pack animals, in terms of the alpha thing, is made up and stupid. But that's where it comes from. Right. The beta. The beta male. The beta man is the one that's more submissive, mm -hmm. less dominant. Is a pushover. That's mm -hmm. the beta. Right. Um, the omega is the dude that just don't care about nothing at all. Right. And and from what I read, the Omega male is the the lowest of all of them. Wow, I didn't like, see that part. Like, hold, hold on a second, let me see if I can find it again. Um, I'm, I'm gonna find. I'm, I'm gonna let you know. Well, that's what it is. I'm gonna go find it. But and, who doesn't? Here's my thing. When you hear these definitions, who does not consider themselves as a man an alpha male? I mean, like honestly. Now, are you in real life? Who, who's really able to say, but who sits in their mind and thinks, you know what? I'm a beta male. I'm the I'm the passive, you know, second tier pushover dude. Nobody just, thinks that. Just so I'm clear, and a man who chooses who chooses not to have a powerful or important role in social or professional situations. Mm -hmm. The man who chooses, right? I just don't want to do nothing. I'm just chill where I'm at. Who the fuck puts up these classifications, man? That's that's, that's the, the shit what, that what frat does Rob belong to. Kind of he belongs. That's, he belongs to this one. That's the one. That's the shit that gets me right there. Like, 
who puts classification? Of course, you're going to excel in certain things that you're good at. So somebody might see John in one particular aspect, like, oh, John is a take charge guy. Okay, John may be a take charge guy, but he might excel in that particular area that he's in, where it mm -hmm. might be something else where John is like, you know what? That's not me. I'm just cooling. It don't mean that he's soft. It don't mean he a beta or an omega. That's just not an area where John might excel in or Ra mm -hmm. or myself. So don't put classifications on somebody. I think it's based on um, how well you excel in whatever category you're placed in. Like, shit, somebody might say, O'Neal, you the alpha in this. Nah, I'm just good at this particular thing. Whereas something else is like, you know what? Somebody else got it. I'm just going to fall back. I hate that, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, I love it, the labels. It is what it is. They said you the, love the labels. Why do you love the labels? As in, what is it about the labels? I think that people tend to Thank get on social them. media and act like they don't judge people and act like they don't have these kind of definitions and whatnot like that. But in reality. We all come to conclusions and judgments and whatnot about every single person that we see. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's hey, Rob, bring that back. I'm sorry, John. Bring Samantha's comment back. Go ahead, John. Go, back. Go ahead. No, I'm saying. Read it out. Read it out. Yo, people listen to us. So if you're going to read one of the comments, people don't You need to read it out. You need to be yeah. like, Samantha oh. said. No. You need okay, Samantha, I'll tell you. Said. Samantha said, I don't subscribe to any of those titles because each person will likely carry will will each likely carry all three characteristics. This is garbage. I agree. One of them is going to be more dominant in your personality. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? This is and this is just my opinion. That's but that's what that brings me back to my earlier point like I can't imagine many men. I, I, I'm sure that there's somebody out there, but I can't imagine many dudes that know in their mind and really honestly believe that they are beta males, meaning that they are subservient and passive. And yes, I agree with Neil. Yeah, you might be passive in certain situations, but passive across the board. And that's like a major part of your personality. I, I just, I can't see it. It doesn't make sense to me. All right. So, but these are real. These are definitely real. And this all stems from biology and study and research I, and so on I, and so forth. I, I don't know. Where are you getting that from? I never. I had yeah. never studied that in no the biology. Internet. Hold on. The internet? Oh, because it was on the internet. It was It was real. Clearly. <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> it says, in biology, this stems from a dominance hierarchy. It's a type of social hierarchy, blah, blah, blah. You know, scientists have done... You know, anybody with a wiki account can put that on Wikipedia. Big facts. No, no doubt about it. But, I mean, we have run into many people who exhibit certain characteristics. I, I, I think, more along what Neil says, there's a sliding scale where you will serve as an alpha, beta, and omega, depending on the circumstances situation. Now, you may be more you may be more aligned with one but i don't i think all of those those titles were created so that other men can talk down about other men that's, oh, that's 100%. Very, and 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 if that's the reason why they were created i think it's stupid all right. of it, every last this, bit of it okay let's let's be real straight no chase of the podcast yeah every the vast majority of things that most men do is to appeal to women Okay, let, uh, let uh, come on, come on, man, come on. Yes. So basically, the things that you do, the things that you say, I'm, I'm wordage, though, right now, what's up? I'm doubting your wordage. I mean, I get okay. what you're saying, but come on, break it, break, break it down, break it down before so, we get wordage. You're gonna have the last word on this. Break it, break it down. Because then we're gonna move on. Okay, okay. So 
Damn, man. Y'all was talking and I forgot my point. You said the you vast majority of things that men do is to... Okay, the vast majority of things that most men do is to appeal to women. So, yes, I agree, Rasheem. This is just an avenue to talk about other dudes because in today's environment, that is a real easy way to generate female attention and interest. If you can point at them dudes and be like, those are beta males. They're weak. They're soft. They're corny or whatever. There's plenty of people that will oh, like be like, Kevin Samuels, we like that. Kevin Samuels. For example, for example, you can ride that train straight to the bank. If you can constantly say something negative about black men specifically, that is a real easy way to generate clicks and interest on social media. Just is. Man, listen, let's let's pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. Story time. Let's get it. The last time we streamed, John alluded to a situation. So I I, I just want to unpack that situation. So, you know, for those who listened on the podcast and those who watched us while we were streaming and then get some thoughts as to whether or not in this current day, if he would have governed himself in the same manner. Mm, okay. So back in the day, you know, we all struggling college students. Right. We trying to, you know, you know, you know, stretch our dollars. You know, our mm-hmm. money's funny and, and, and the bucks aren't making sense. The, it, it, you know, it's just not working. We decided to go. I don't know if we went to a movie first, but we ultimately ended up at Pizzeria Uno's. <laughs> it, was, it was brought up earlier. Someone okay. you know, he mentioned Uno's and someone in the comment was like, Uno's is the Uno's that's over in Union Station. Still there. Still there. I was dating someone at the time. Cage was dating someone at the time. I think Neil just had a friend, or he might have mm-hmm. been at the beginning he of was dating. With somebody too. It might have been with the, before you he was with somebody at too. The beginning of the of the wife. It might have been then, but he had somebody. And then there was eight at uh so it was four dudes, and then each of us is bunned up. There was a Hold fourth nope. female. Nope. nope. It was a fourth female. And Can we I was like, story? and we was like, do you want to go to Uno's? Go ahead. Thank you. Tell the story. Okay. Right. Oh no, that okay. was her friend. I, okay, now I remember. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was her friend that I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna break this story down real quick, internet. So we all lived in the house. And by we, I mean Rashim, Neil, myself, Keltrick. We all lived in the house. We all decided for whatever reason. We all were going to go to Pizzeria Uno and eat like uh, Roger said. There was a young lady that was around. I don't I, like Neil mentioned. She might have been a friend of a friend or whatever. But as we always decided to go. She was a friend of the girl that I was talking to. She, she was, was a friend of the girl that Neil was talking God, to. That's right. I forgot you was talking to her. So while we was all about to go eat, she was like coming to eat too. I don't. I swear I do not exactly remember if I specifically asked her to go to eat. But you did not. You, you did, did not, not ask her. It you was more okay. of a we're going. Right. It was all of us going, and then the four girls was going. So we all on the same page. So we go eat. We have a good time. The bill comes. Everybody puts in their money. Now, again, Ra is with the woman. Ra is with his girlfriend. KG is with his girlfriend. Neil is with the woman he's dating. Me and the fourth girl, I knew of her, but we didn't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? We weren't even friends. She was cool, but we wasn't together in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Well, she liked so you. I don't, I'm not going to say that. I don't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Not like them as in like, ooh, I mean, interest, right. but yeah. You know what I mean? He was cool. He was cool. Not not like me, but we was cool. Yeah. So we all go to Pizzeria Uno. The bill comes. Everybody pays their money. I promise you, I thought 
nothing about it. I paid for what I ate. I carried on with the conversation. Everything was cool. The bill goes around and everybody, you know, you start seeing people talking and chattering and <laughs> we're short. Okay. Somebody didn't pay up. Now me, I'm confused. I'm like, these are all my friends and they girls. So I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? What did John do? I didn't do nothing. Yes, so, he did. <laughs> no, I didn't. so I'm cool. I'm like, I know I paid for mine. You know what I'm saying? Right. I truly did not think anything about it. The girl, I'm not going to mention her name. She Don't said something to Neil's girl. And I want to say Rob wound up paying for her or something like that. I don't, did I? I, don't, I think oh, we all did. Either, no. either, either we all chipped in or the shorty that I was paid for. Yeah. Because she certainly just sat there like this. She sat, uh, when uh, people like, she no, sat no, there. No, no, like, do that again, Rob. She looked at John when the bill came. She gave John the face like this, like. I promise you, I, like, yo. Aren't you paying for this? And the thing is, like, she really expected me to pay for her food. And the thing is, if she would have merely asked me and said, I was, you know, my fault. I misunderstood. Can you pay for this? Or anything along those lines. She truly expected me to pay for her. Look, Shoshana asks in the comments, did you say, quote, we're going to Pizzeria Uno. Do you want to come with us? No. Nope, quote, Maybe. Or something else. No, we didn't. We, no, we, we did not we, invite her. We didn't invite her. She came along, and I guess she felt like she was the fourth woman on the wheel, and John was single. So she just assumed that, hey. I was not single. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, if she would have, and the type of person that I was at that time, or even Chris, think. Christina says she was trying to tell you she was ready for a fair exchange. Nope, nope, nope. And it was crazy because she was extremely mad at me for not paying for her when I had never said any such thing. She drug my name through the mud for that. And I didn't have nothing to do with that. Like, I literally, I was confused. I was totally confused. Like, are you seriously expecting me to pay for you for this? No, no. That's oh, yeah, that was all bad. Oh, that's, deep. that's what I was it was, like, too. The way that she looked, it was, it was like offensive. Like, she was like blown that I would even oh. remotely try her like that. Yo, my name in that particular person's organization, not good. Oh, this my is part God. Of it. That's part of it. Yeah. I'm still, yeah, you're damn right. I'm still mad about it. If you do something that's... to me, I, I do not forget and I do not forgive. Keep that in mind, internet. <laughs> Christine, was whatever. Like, still mad. Yep, I sure am. <laughs> Nothing. Stop. I said it to you in the moment. I said, I, I'm fairly sure I said, I'm not doing that. Because I number one, I didn't have no damn money. Number two, like I had enough money for me. I paid for me. Didn't nobody pay for me. It was over Pizzeria Uno. And probably to this day, she is aggravated with me. And that's okay because I'm aggravated with her. Yeah, and as, as Cage, Cage is saying in the comments, he didn't do nothing. Not a thing. Not a um, thing. Don't know what's up with it. Can't figure it out. But we've got more in store. And now... Christina is begging you. She's like, say her name. Release the anger. Unfortunately, oh. internet, I will never let go of the anger. See, some people internalize and they get sad. I externalize and get mad. That's how I deal. That is my self-care. Now you know. Eat a black I hole. will never. Eat a black hole. Send a pizza. Never. Never. I think she's married now, isn't she? She is. To an uh, yeah. um, older With her. I'm sure her husband is a very happy man. Yeah. I think he got dough, too. So, um... I know this is your favorite time of the show. My favorite time of the show. Recommendations for the people. One more recommendation for the people. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I, Rose, stop. Rose said I owe her. I don't owe her nothing. 
internet. Anyway, recommendation for the people. I am going to recommend making your way to the beautiful city of Los Angeles. One of these days, it is fantastic. The weather is amazing. It's been 65 degrees and sunny. The only problem is I could literally count the number of black people I've seen on my hands. It's not been a whole bunch of us. So when you get some time and opportunity, and make LA, your way out to LA. LA is a wonderful place. And it is, it is a struggle for black women. They, they can't find a black man to want them for anything out in LA. It's sad. I'm sorry. I, I fail for y'all, but yes, okay. <laughs> LA is dope. All right. So on March 11th, Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, formerly known mm. as Crooked Eye, they are dropping an album, mm. pretty much the death of Slaughterhouse. It was a four-man crew that was put together. It was Joel, it was Crooked, it was Joe Budden, it was Royce the Five Nine. They came out on Shady Aftermath. Mm -hmm. So the four of them dropped the album, a uh, couple albums. Then there was Beef, and then something popped off between Joe Budden and Eminem. It's just Eminem mm -hmm. is for Shady Aftermath, and there was Beef there. And actually, on not the last album, but the album before the last album, Eminem did a diss to um joe budden mm. and and now you like slaughterhouse had an underground following right big, huge and now everyone's upset that you can't get no more slaughterhouse music right so the two of them get together and they say you know what we're going to tell a story of what happened with, with slaughterhouse and they are Ooh. dropping an album on the 11th neil i sent you a link you need to listen to the track not listen. a fan of crooked eye fam Joel, did you listen to the track did no. you listen to it listen i will but i have not i will because i'm gonna be honest of the four I thought Joel and Crooked were the, the illest MCs in the whole crew. Joel I thought Royce, Royce was the weak link. Yes. And Joe is a is a is a great solo. Whoa! Royce was the weak link. He's he, garbage. No, I ain't saying he's garbage. Out of the I'm four, saying, to me, out of the I'm four, saying, out me. of the four, he was the weakest MC of the four. <laughs> to me, yeah. I'm not saying he's a weak MC. Don't get it twisted. Right, right, right. right Royce right, right. is out a weak four. MC. Right. Okay. Out of that crew, right. he was right. the weak link in that crew. Okay. Joe shines as a singular artist, and I think Joel yeah. and, and for me was always the the, the Yo, MC, the whole crew. Y'all might not know this. I'm waiting on Hashim is the large is the biggest Joe Budden rap fan. He's not not the podcast, not the podcast, but rap fan. Okay. Rashid is Joe Budden number one rap fan. I'm I have say I'm, the, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say I'm the number one, but I'm saying lyrically the dude is dope. People sleep on him because they don't they his emotions. Right, the best yeah. of him. but his but man can see him out. though, fam. His man can see him. Joel could see him, yo. Joel could. It's nice. Joel went at him like on that track. Joel went at him. Yeah. So yeah. you need to listen to that track. Right, but yeah, on, yeah. on, on yeah. the eleventh. There you go. The death, of, the death of slaughterhouse. Bam. That's the, name of the album. It's gonna be dope. My only recommendation is self care. If mm. you don't, fit, and it sounds crazy, but I'm gonna keep it a hundred. If you don't feel like going to work that particular day because you know. Your aura and your energy is not right. Take that time off because yes. they don't really give a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? You go there, you you give your all. They really don't give a fuck that you're there. They just right. give. They just happy that you're there because your work is done. So if you need to take some self care for yourself, you need to take a day, a take a day off. Like John said, get lost in the park, stay at home, relax, do whatever you do, work on the other project that you really want to do, whether it's a book or clean your house or landscape. Or just relax and do fucking nothing. Do that shit. Don't 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 let this nine to five shit get to you. 
Please don't. Please don't. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, share, and subscribe to us. StraightNoChaser23 at gmail.com is our email address. And I want to ensure that everybody is aware that this Straight No Chaser podcast is produced by Dana Bingham Guanilo. And our music was produced. We've got original music. I get hyped every time I hear this music. Our original music comes from Midnight Michael. Put all of our little sound beds and everything together. Please check them people out. Makita Filmworks. Midnight Michael. We love y'all. Thank you so much for being a part of this project. And other than that, man, man, this is a really good, tight, concise show. I love it when it's tight. All right. So with that said, shoot the deuces. Man. Hey.